Hey guys, it's your girl Cherie seeing you from a different view, the inside out. Tonight is March the 11th and um, we're going to be talking tonight about self-pity. Before I get into that though, I know some are like, well, what is seeing you from a different view, the inside out? Well, it's a platform that's pretty much designed to do specifically what the title of it is. Uh, see yourself from a different view, starting from the inside out. Um, a lot of times we get to hide those things that are in us because we're so focused with the outside of us. A lot of times people don't see the hidden things that are inside of us because all they see is the glitz and the glamour that we try to portray on the outside. However, seeing you from a different view, the inside out, deals with the makeup of a person as a whole. Um, it deals with allowing us to become better physically spiritually emotionally financially in any other areas that we need to um, be whole in and so it's like seeing yourself from a different perspective um, you know some areas you may be good in some areas you may not be good in in some of the areas that you're good in you could you know probably um, get better and so you know it's just seeing the sum total of yourself uh, in a different view a better view a better um, light and just making the changes where necessary to grow and get better um, than where you are and to help somebody else along the way to do that as well because where I may be strong you may be weak and vice versa and so if I can help you and you can help me then that makes for uh, a perfect a perfect match. So back to this self-pity topic. Self-pity. Um, it's defined as being excessive, self-absorbed, unhappiness over one's own troubles. Again, self-pity is defined as being excessive, self-absorbed, unhappiness over one's own troubles. Helen Keller said, self-pity is our worst enemy. And if we yield to it, we can never do anything wise in this world. Self-pity is something, and this is me talking now, that I think we all will deal with at some point in life. It's not really a bad thing per se. However, it can become bad when you allow yourself to stay stuck there mentally. After years of dealing with hurt, pain, rejection from failed relationships, hardships in life, unmet expectations from myself and from others, and family drama. Did I say family drama? Okay. I found myself being isolated, depressed, and staying in the place of woe it's me. I definitely had my reasons for being this way. But the reality of it is, is that I was hurting myself far more greater than what those things and people had done to me. Instead of me focusing on the greater things that life had for me, I chose to stay stuck dwelling on those things because quite honestly, I liked the way it felt and I like, felt like I, I felt indignant about it as if it was an imaginary source of strength for me that I couldn't let go of. In my case, I can't speak for others. It was a way of me not letting anyone get close to me out of fear that I had developed that they would hurt me like the others had. It became my defense mechanism. It made me have validity for my anger and for my hurt. 
Self-pity is often associated with bitterness and unforgiveness. The longer you allow it to fester in you, the more it will destroy you and then cause more hurt to yourself than anything you're hurt or angry about. Self-pity will definitely have you playing the victim all of the time. Anybody know anybody that's like always the victim? Okay, I'm guilty of that. Not now, but I have been guilty of that. I can recall times when I would lash out at my husband for no reason at all. And because he's my best friend and he knows a lot of what happened to me in my life, and he knows my pain and the source and where it comes from, he would let some of my lashing slide. But then there were times that he just couldn't hold his lashing in. He would lash back out to me. And oh my God, why would he do that? I felt like he had just declared war with me and he had sided with my enemies. My feelings were crushed by his reaction to what I initially started. And me trying to play the victim, would I would start crying, yelling, saying things like, you don't know how it feels, you don't love me, you don't know what they did to me, and everything else saying, woe is me. As if his feelings didn't matter at the time, as if he had to just accept what I was giving to him. And as if I was the only person that was dealing with pain and hurt, never really stopping to think, you know, maybe he had some pain and hurt in his past. He could very well lash out at me, but that's not how he handled me. That's not how he did me. So for me to do that to him, I was dead wrong. And yet, while that had nothing to do with him because he wasn't the one who did it and he was the one trying to love and protect me because of the place I was mentally, I couldn't see it. I could only see that at the moment he was trying to hurt me too. Now, because I've experienced pain in my past does not give me a reason to take it out on anyone that hasn't. But a person dealing with self-pity often will. We want everybody to feel our pain. The pain we replay over and over and over and over in our minds that we refuse to let go. That's just a snippet of my story. I'm so glad that I'm not in that place anymore. It's not an easy place to get out of. That's why if you can prevent it, stop yourself before you even get there. Talk to yourself. Speak positive affirmations over yourself. Get therapy. It helps trust me from experience I used to think that going to talk to somebody meant that I was crazy it meant that I had a problem I did have a problem but it was a problem that at the time I didn't want to admit I had I didn't want to admit that it was that serious but I really needed to talk to somebody and the therapy definitely helps if you're a religious person pray ask God for help I know I did you know, my story is not your story. We're not going to go about doing things the same way. But however it is that you can get the help before it starts to lie dormant and fester and play games with your mind and put you in a place of being stuck, do it. Whatever it takes, do not allow yourself to become stuck there. For me, some of my greatest hurts came from family but I still felt the need to be around them and be involved in the family functions out of my love for my family. It was how I was raised. I have a big family. So all I knew, all I had 
was them you know I had friends and things of that nature but I had so much family and so many things that I could be doing with my family that I chose to do that versus hanging out with my friends at certain times and don't get me wrong I made time for my friends but you know I gave that same time to my family but at some point you have to cut off anything and anyone that robs you of your peace or that allows you to go into that sunken place because of their presence and unfortunately you have to do that even with family children included not that I did that with any of my children but I know that there are some people whose children put them in that place they're grown children and unfortunately at some times you have to even cut your child off to get you that peace that you need now should you leave the relationship like that obviously not if it could be severed it could if it excuse me if it could be repaired try to repair it but at that moment when you feel yourself drifting into that place and it's because of that person then definitely cut it off for that moment to get yourself together and then come back to it if it's something that's worth being repaired my question tonight for you are you dealing with self-pity have you found yourself able to identify with anything that I've mentioned this far? If not, or if so, should I say, here are a few more signs that could mean you are a self-inflicted victim dealing with self-pity. Now, I know I said if you did find yourself, but even if you didn't find yourself identifying with anything that I've said thus far, some of these reasons you may be able to identify with to see if you too deal with self-pity I know someone may be saying how am I self-inflicted when they hurt me or this happened to me or that happened well yes those things happen and yes those people hurt you however you have the power to control how those things affect you again hear me when I say that yes those things did happen to you and yes those people did hurt you However, you, not them, you have the power to control how those things affect you. You become self-inflicted when you, yes you, allow those things and people to take over your mind. Anybody that ain't paying rent can't stay. So those people, those things cannot live in your mind. Trust me, I know it's not easy. (laughs) I know it's not easy not to allow things to take over your mental, especially when the pain often feels unbearable. Listen, I've done, I I have had, I was about to get my Ebonics on, but I have had some unbearable situations to deal with. But you must not allow it can't allow it to take over your mental you have to find your inner strength and fight back as hard as you can and keep your sanity and if you don't then they have won they won because while life is moving on and progressing for them you're stuck in your own thoughts oftentimes start hating yourself and everyone else around you listen we can't change our past All we could do is try to make a better future for ourselves by dealing with our hurts and our pains in our present. 
the right now of our life. We can't change our past. All we can do is try to make a better future by dealing with our hurts and pains in our present, the right now of our life. We have to deal with those things right now that affected us in our past so that we'll have a better future. Now back to those signs that you're dealing with self-pity. This is how you know. One, you find yourself, or should I say you find it hard to laugh at life and at yourself. Two, you tend to crave drama. (laughs) You tend to crave for sympathy. You tend to be a loner. You tend to always dwell on your past. Your self-esteem is in the basement. You're always feeling down. Very little makes you happy. You don't feel worthy of love subconsciously. You're only into yourself. You're always on the defense. You blame yourself subconsciously, but you will not admit it to others. Sometimes feeling sorry for ourselves is normal. And it can serve as a natural stepping stone to develop the acceptance of the hurt, pain, hardships, and failures in our life. However, many of us make it a habit to pity ourselves, to avoid taking personal responsibility, to avoid taking action because sometimes, and hear me when I say this, we would like to deal with the comfortable problem rather than deal with uncomfortable solution for it. We would rather deal with a comfortable problem rather than deal with an uncomfortable situation for it and or simply to gain forms of affection and attention from other people you ever see those people on social media they always posting something always posting something that they know they're going to get attention for just so people can like it and say something to it to help them feel better and and give them the sympathy that they're looking for or to, to, to give them the pity that they're looking for. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with them uh, doing that per se. I just think that it's the wrong platform for them to do it on because personally, I think that that person is screaming or crying out for help. But again, social media is not often the right platform to do it on because most people on there really don't care. And that's just the truth. One day I had to wake up and I had to say these words to myself. And these are the words that I encourage you to say to yourself too. Enough is enough. You wallow in self-pity long enough. You only get one life. You have to make the best of it. Nobody's going to do it for you, Sharice. And you can insert your own name. You are going to have to do this yourself. No one is going to give you anything. You have to get it on your own. No matter how fearful you are, no matter how broke you are, no matter how broken you are, no matter how hurt you are, no matter how much pain you're in, no matter how much rejection you felt in or are feeling. I know it hurt. I know it hurts. I know it's hard. I know you feel alone. I know you feel unloved. I know it's hard for you to love. I know, I know, I know. It's not going to be easy. I'm not going to lie. But you got this. You can do this. Look at yourself in the mirror and look into your own eyes. Nope. 
I don't want to hear it. I know it's hard for you to look at yourself because you feel like you're you're an unaccomplished failure. But look at yourself. Yep, I still know it's not easy because you don't think that you're attractive. But look at yourself. Speak Speak to the inside of you from the outside and let yourself know. Ready or not, here we go. And say it with boldness, with confidence. Ready or not, here we go. Even if you don't even have an idea of where you need to start, just by saying those words will help you step out of the place of being stuck where you've been. Then go out and do, accomplish, conquer, etc. Whatever it is that you have been talking yourself out of, or holding yourself back from doing no more today is a new day change starts with you renew your mind renew your life do it scared one of my sisters was doing something and I wanted to be a part of it and I said I want to do it but I'm just scared she said do it scared Sharice do it afraid do it slow do it fast do it alone do it with help but do it and do it now thank you guys for listening tonight again this is Sharice seeing you from a different view dealing with self-pity I thank you for listening have a good night God bless